Okay, hi guys, um, it's B, and this is technically the second episode, but is going to be the official first episode of True Crime 365. Um, due to the fact that I recorded a very serious, very um, polished version of the BTK story, and I didn't think that it was really what I wanted it to be. It was very serious, and as a person, as a writer, as, um, you know, as a a fan of true crime, I feel like I didn't, I wasn't really true to myself about how I I went about recording it. Um, And, you know, true crime is a very serious topic, and I think that it should be respected, and I think that, you know, victims should be respected, but I also think that life is very serious and I don't think we should take ourselves too serious all the time. Um, and listening back on the podcast a few days later, I was not happy with the way it turned out. Um, it was just, yeah, it was far too serious and it, um, definitely didn't do what I, what I wanted it to as a, um, as a podcast and as my first podcast is something that I am trying to put out to the world. So I don't want it to be something that it's, it's not really. So this is going to be the first technical episode of uh, True Crime 365, the podcast. Um, so hopefully it will be a lot smoother this time. Um, I am going to be covering a different story because I'm all BTK'd out after uh, recording the last one. So instead I'm going to cover a different story and one that I've covered on my blog um, on truecrime365.com. And it's a story that is still something that kind of um, is very on the fence. I think a lot of people have different opinions about it. So um, this is the story of Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard, or Blanchard, depending on which articles you read. Um, So let's begin. (laughs) Um, So Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard... um, they lived in Springfield, Missouri. Um, Gypsy Rose was, I think, late teens. She was a gravely ill child. She was born prematurely and she was very sick. Um, she was diagnosed with like leukemia, um, asthma, muscular dystrophy. Apparently she had the mental age of a seven-year-old, um, according to her mother, because she was born prematurely, um, and she was missing teeth as well. She was quite sick and everyone was, you know, very, um, worried about her and, and, you know, she was, she was in a wheelchair, she had feeding tubes, um, and Dee Dee was her primary carer. She was her like her home homeschool teacher. She was um, everything to Gypsy Rose. So, so uh, June 14, 2015, Green County Police found the deceased body of 48-year-old Dee Dee Blanchard uh, in her home. She'd been stabbed multiple times and was lying face down on her bed in a pool of her own blood. Um, and it appeared that she'd been there for many days before she was actually found. She was a large woman with dark curly hair and a kind smile. Um, Her daughter, Gypsy Rose, was very small and weak but always in good spirits. Um, Gypsy Rose was confined to a wheelchair and was heavily reliant on her mother for day-to-day activities. But now Dee Dee was dead, face down in her own blood, and the neighbours had called the cops after vulgar Facebook posts appeared on uh, Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee's shared Facebook account, Um, and they were they were rough, like 
the usual stuff they would post was very tame, very, oh, we went to Disneyland or a Miranda Lambert concert or something like that. Um, and this post came up and it said, that bitch is dead. And all of the friends started posting things like, they've been hacked, like, oh, you must be watching a movie, like, something's, something's off. And then uh, the account posted again on that commented again on that same post and said, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her in the sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, LOL. And so obviously that raises a bit of alarm. Um, so the friends of the Blanchards were a bit worried, obviously. Um, so they went to their house and they knocked on the door because they saw that the car was still in the driveway. Um, so obviously had to be home. But no one answered. So they called up the police and were like, hey, we think something's wrong. And, uh, yeah, Green County Police came and they found Dee Dee uh, Blanchard sorry, in her home. Um, and Gypsy Rose was missing. But her wheelchair, which had, like, her name embroidered into the seat um, and all of her medication was still in the house. So obviously everyone was terrified that, Gypsy Rose had been um, kidnapped by this attacker who had killed her mother. Um, so, and even on the off chance that she hadn't been hurt by the attacker, there was very little chance that she was actually going to survive without all of her medication and her feeding tube um, in her wheelchair. She had an oxygen tank. Um, she was very ill, so everyone was very worried and super, super keen to find her because... Um, she wasn't going to last very long. So it started kind of becoming a thing. Like everyone in the town was very worried. They were thinking who would want to hurt them? Were they after money? Was it like a grudge thing? Um, you know, who would want to do this to the Blanchards? Like what kind of sick brazen monster would break into the home of a severely ill girl and murder her mother in such a like violent way? You know, who could take such a a, a, such an ill, frail child and, you know, take her from her home without any of the things that she needed. And it was very worrying to think that this little girl was out in, in the world. Um, she was in her late teens. Um, it was believed, I think she was like 19. Um, but you know, it was still, she was, she had the mental capacity of a seven year old. So obviously everyone was, was freaking out. Um, and the, the chances of finding Gypsy Rose alive was, you know, it was quite low. So, um, that night the police were clearing off the house as a crime scene. Um, and they had, you know, they were searching, they were talking to friends and family. They were trying to figure out what the hell's happened and who would want to hurt the Blanchards. And a friend of Gypsy Rose named Leah Woodmansey, Z, C, Woodmancy, um, approached a police officer and said, look, I've been talking to Gypsy Rose via a secret Facebook account that she has, that her mother has no, no idea about. And so the police obviously were a bit like, uh, okay, that's like, since she's gone missing, she's like, no, no, no. since, you know, before this. And she told the police that Gypsy Rose was seldom left alone with her. Um, but when she was, she spoke as a normal teenager. Um, thing is that Dee Dee was very overbearing and very protective of, uh, protective of Gypsy Rose. So she was kind of always there. 
Whereas uh, when she was left alone with Aaliyah, she spoke like a normal teenager. She did normal teenage things, um, but was soon kind of cut off uh, from her friend by her mother. And Aaliyah told the police that Gypsy had an online boyfriend who she met on a Christian singles site uh, a year before. And Aaliyah went and she got printouts of the conversations that she had with Gypsy about her online boyfriend through this uh, this fake account that Gypsy Rose had where she posted photos of like her in a wig and it was, you know, it was like some of them were kind of suggestive, but like for a girl with no hair and no teeth, it was a bit, bit strange. Um, especially considering everyone believed her to have the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. Anyway, these printouts had the name of the guy, which is Nick Godajon. Um, and so the police were like, okay, we've got a lead here. They contacted Facebook and said, hey, can you track the IP of this post? Because it's not come from their house. It's obviously been, they've obviously logged in somewhere, um, especially seeing as Didi's been dead for a few days, that someone has logged into this account somewhere else. They were worried that um, Nick Godajon had actually been a predator and taken Gypsy Rose from her home um, and killed her mother so that he could, like, I don't know, keep her as a, as a, prisoner or something along those lines so they started thinking something's not right anyway (laughs) so they tracked the uh, ip address on the facebook posts and the address turned up in wisconsin in the u.s so the police contacted a walkersha Waukesha, I don't know, Waukesha County Police ready to pounce on the address. This is directly from the blog, as you can probably tell. Um, And they were worried that they might find Gypsy Rose dead or um, like terribly beaten in this home of this online boyfriend that she'd met. So uh, the police at Big Bend, Wisconsin, on the day after they found uh, Dee Dee's body, so June 15, 2015, police raid the home of Nick Godajon, finding both Godajon and Gypsy Rose in the house. So he surrenders and he confesses to the murder. Um, Gypsy Rose was hiding and she walks towards the police. So she's been in a wheelchair since she was a child And she walks to the police and says, I helped kill my mother. Both go to John and Gypsy Rose are charged with murder and a felony armed criminal action. So, so Gypsy Rose herself had actually posted those um, things on her Facebook page because she felt bad that no one had found her mother yet. So she, she wanted someone to kind of look at the house because um, nothing had been on the news so yeah she posted those terrible messages and scared the absolute shit out of everyone that um knew her so essentially who goes everything comes out of the uh of the shadows now so on june 16 gypsy rose uh again walks into the courtroom handcuffed and brought before a judge At the time i uh, did a press conference saying that they'd found gypsy rose um and he said that everything is not how it seems And that is very true because 
In August 2005, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose Blanchard moved to Missouri, and the medical records describe all of uh, Gypsy Rose's illnesses have apparently been destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, along with the Blanchard's belongings. Um, so all the all of the doctors that uh, Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee went to were um, under the impression that this really severely ill girl had all of her things destroyed in Katrina. Um, however. Gypsy Rose was never ill, the only effect of her premature birth being a slightly misshapen skull, um, and her mother deceived everyone around her and even made medical professionals believe that her daughter was gravely ill. Dee Dee shaved Rips- Gypsy Rose's head, had her saliva g- glands injected with Botox to make her drool, and then she had them removed completely when she complained that Gypsy Rose drooled too much. Um, she cut off any contact with family that questioned Gypsy's diagnosis. She also claimed to be hiding from an abusive ex-husband, but the reality was that Gypsy's father was a nice man who was younger than Dee Dee when um, they got married um, and then soon figured out he he wasn't ready for marriage. He always visited Gypsy whenever he could and sent money every month, um, but Dee Dee kind of put it in Gypsy's head that he wasn't that interested in her. Um, and Dee Dee had a feeding tube implanted on Gypsy Rose, made her take seizure medication that made her teeth fall out and pulled her out of school in second grade. So believe she convinced the people that she was, uh, the Gypsy Rose was, you know, mental age of a seven-year-old. She was never going to progress back past that. So the best person to teach her daughter was her. Dee Dee Blanchard had Apparently had, because, uh, of course, she was she passed away. So she was murdered um, when this all came out. Um, so she apparently had Munchausen's by proxy syndrome, which is characterised as a relatively rare form of child abuse that involves the exaggeration of fabrication of illness or symptoms by primary caretaker. So this is a disease that is usually parent to child um but can also be uh, if you're taking care of an elderly person, for example, someone's mother or father, um, you receive attention for the, you know, the sickness that that person close to you is going through and the, um, you know, the the pain that you yourself are going through as a caretaker. So when you receive all the attention, it kind of fuels this part of your brain and Munchausen's, by, Munchausen's syndrome by itself is when you have everything's happening to you, but by proxy is through someone else. So there was only um, one medical professional that could see through Dee Dee's deception. Um, He told Gypsy Rose to stand up out of her wheelchair and walk, and she did. And he said to Dee Dee that there was no reason why she should be in a wheelchair. And he was very suspicious of of Dee Dee and what was happening to Gypsy Rose. Um, But he never reported his findings. So Dee Dee just moved to another another doctor and it kind of just went under the under the radar and uh the deception from the blanchards was widespread um habitat for humanity built their house they were given financial donations for gypsy rose's treatment they were given multiple backstage passes to like miranda lambert concerts um treated to trips to disney world there's like heaps of videos online of uh, gypsy rose in her wheelchair at like disney world and it's crazy to think that they had this like widespread fraud of people um who just kind of wanted to do good for this really sick girl so 
Um, it came out that Gypsy Rose started talking to Nick Godajohn online through this Christian singles site and um, they'd gone to the movies and they, you know, they'd actually met up and stuff like that, but Dee Dee had no idea about it. Um, and it was actually seen in a Dr. Phil interview that Gypsy Rose did that she had been like tied to her bed from by her mother with like a dog lead. So um, when she would like diso- disobey her and when they went to doctor's appointments that she was never, she wasn't allowed to speak and she was abused not only medically but also physically and emotionally. Um, and Gypsy Rose knew the whole time that she wasn't sick and she, she figured it out after finding, I think it was like a birth certificate, um, and she always believed that she was younger than she actually was. Um, and her mother told her that the birth certificate was wrong, that they'd made a mistake about the year she was born. Um, but, yeah, so when she found this out, she started plotting with her online boyfriend, Nick, um, and they came up with a plan to kill Dee Dee to free Gypsy Rose from the abuse. So uh, Nick Go to John, as mentioned, was probably on the autism spectrum, had a lowered IQ. Um, he caught a bus to, to Springfield, slipped into the house while Dee Dee slept, and Gypsy Rose hid in the bathroom while Go to John stabbed Dee Dee to death. Then both he and Gypsy Rose cleaned up the crime scene. So under normal circumstances, the prosecution would usually seek the death penalty, but claimed in this situation that they wouldn't for either offender um, due to the abuse that Gypsy Rose had kind of uh, had been under and also the fact that it was like a high stress, this is all I have to get out of this kind of situation. Um, and they found that Go to John was on the spectrum. He had an IQ of 82 and diminished mental capacity. His trial is ongoing. Uh, it's actually the – it was pushed back from um, last year. Is now November 2018 um, that he'll be on trial and he is facing life in prison, possibly. His mother well and truly believes that Gypsy Rose um, manipulated Nick to kill Dee Dee and that, she is, that she's a beast uh, in Mrs. Godajohn's words. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Um, she did a... Her father and his new wife, they visit her all the time. Um, she pleaded guilty to avoid a longer sentence and a, and a lengthy trial because clearly um, it wouldn't be over as quickly because... Nick Godjohn is still on trial. Um, so Gypsy Rose has since done many interviews from prison, including on the Dr. Phil show and for a documentary called uh, Mommy Dead and Dearest, um, which I is very interesting. Um, and I watched that one for this, the article. Um, she was so malnourished upon entering prison that she gained 6.4 kilos when she went in. So usually oh, hit the mic. Um, when prisoners go into incarceration, they usually lose weight from stress. Um, but she had, yeah, she gained weight. She's extremely remorseful. She cries every time she talks about the case. Um, and she thinks that she has said to interviewers that Dee Dee would be the perfect mother for someone who was actually sick. 
but Gypsy's also granted more freedom in prison than she ever had in her life with her mother, which is insane to think that being incarcerated gave you more freedom than a life with the person who's supposed to care about you the most. Um, so Gypsy and Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee shared a Facebook account, but it showed very little information except under the favorite quotation section of the profile, there is a lone quote, uh, in caps, living is easy with eyes closed, which is a lyric, um, from a song Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. And the full verse goes, living easy Living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. It's getting hard to be someone, but it all works out. It doesn't matter much to me. So Dee Dee kind of been hinting at her deception in in plain sight for all to see from the very beginning. I highly recommend that you watch Mommy Dead and Dearest. Um, it's on HBO, I believe. But this story is one of those things that you think, okay, well, was she a desperate person who was under, you know, a lot of abuse and stress, which is true, or was she, you know, manipulating this um, mentally diminished man to help her uh, commit this murder? It's a really strange um, case. It, It kind of shocks everyone who thinks about it. And like talks about it. Everyone that I've spoken to about it has never heard of it because in Australia we don't get all the nitty gritty ones from the US. We mostly just get, you know, all your multiple mass shootings. And, um, you know, we don't really hear about things that happened in Missouri um, as much. So this case is crazy. Um, And as an avid fan of the Dr. Phil show, I watched the episode with. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and that's another massive recommendation. I think most of it's on YouTube, um, but it's a crazy, crazy case. A lot of people have different opinions about it. Um, I myself think that 10 years in prison is a pretty decent amount for, for what happened, um, and I think that when she comes out, she's she's not going to hurt anyone after that. I think that's kind of it. Um, but, yeah, so... Tell me what you think. Um, This is a crazy case. Um, But yes, thank you for listening to the first, technically second, episode of True Crime 365. Please follow us on Instagram at True Crime 365 and read the blog, truecrime365.com. We're also on Twitter at the same handle. All right. Thank you so much. Keep your wits. See you next time.